0: Everybody and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. Minnesota is full of cool people. We have one person who's really cool that's wearing a cute hat. We have another person that is on the call that's in a warm location. And I'm just so profoundly jealous because it's the middle of January right now but this will probably release at the end of February. And at that time, it is a great time to eat mini oats. You guys, I found mini oats, which I want you to describe for me because it's different than granola, but I found it at a farmer's market and I bought it. And I just loved like, love, love, love. So tell me, how you came up with your formulation and would you call it granola?
1: Yes, definitely a granola. And we do have oatmeal. So it does get a little confusing for our customers, but the oatmeal is how we originally started. And we actually topped our oatmeal bowls with granola. And that's ultimately what turned into our packaged product after customers would have our oatmeal, explain that they really enjoyed it and wanted to be able to get a packaged product. And so that's when we launched the granola.
0: How did you guys meet, and how did you decide that you were going to start working on this product together? Like, what was your background? Were you friends?
1: Yes. So there are actually there were three founders of Mini Oats, and all of us were friends at the University of Minnesota, and we all just had such a passion for food, specifically oatmeal. We'd have oatmeal every morning with breakfast, and we definitely had entrepreneurial mindsets, always just kind of thinking about new ideas, having that passion for food. And the three of us had all studied abroad our junior year. And that's when we really saw oatmeal in different, used in different countries. And so people would have porridge and fresh fruit and nut butters would top the oatmeal. And that really just got us thinking, wow, when we graduate, what do we really want to do as far as work and What is something we're so passionate about? And all of those things kind of funneling together in combination with our faith, we really grew realizing we want to be able to create a space for community and a space that you really have that nurturing hospitality. And at the time, we didn't know what it would look like, um, but we began preparing bowls of oatmeal out of our college apartment in Dinkytown. And so we would have friends, classmates come in, they would treat our apartment like a cafe and stay, or they would take their bowls of oatmeal to class with them. And after having, we would create private Facebook um, group events and we do multiple times a week and really continue to see steady growth. And that's when we realized this kind of little brainchild that we had been developing abroad and realizing so many of our passions were funneling in, we really got to see a proof of concept by way of having these events in our college apartment.
0: I can't believe that that's how you started. I've never heard a story like that before. It's adorable.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you.
0: Yeah. And so did you, were you all studying packaged goods or marketing or how did you Decide like, okay, I'm going to get out of college, and this is what we're going to do. Or do you is this a side hustle, and do you have day jobs too?
1: Yeah, so two of us were in the business school, and one in the design school, and so that really was a great combination for starting a business. And we knew upon graduation we would need to get full time jobs, just because this was still um, very much so a side hustle and something we had no idea where um, it would lead. But we started out all having full time jobs. And then once we transitioned to it just being Maria and myself, um, I today still have a full time job. And Maria actually, um, about two years ago now, went full time. And so, and she stepped into a full time role that really allowed our kind of side hustle hobby to take off and really have the amount of the legs to move some of the ideas we had been sitting on for a really long time
0: right maria what would you say is your role in how you're moving the business forward
2: yeah that is a very complex question as being a business owner um, you wear so many hats and so i mean between ali and i we do a lot of different things i would say my main role is more of the administrative side of the business um, answering emails following up on inquiries organizing our schedule for production, organizing our event schedule, and really pushing the business forward. Um, Allie has much more of a creative brain, and so she does a ton of our graphic design. So anything that you see on social media and our website would be done by her and does a lot of our presentation for our food, um, our oatmeal bowls, and then event pop-ups. So I'll be more behind the scenes doing more of the administrative work. The way
0: you described the launch of the business in your dorm room, it almost seems like a brick and mortar like cafe would really feed that community piece for you. Is that something you guys have thought about? Obviously the pandemic has just screwed everything up.
2: Yeah. That was definitely our goal in the beginning and we still have it on the table as an option. But as Ellie mentioned, I left my full-time job in February 2020. So just before the pandemic had no idea what would be following um in the months and years ahead and so 2020 was really a wash for us you know there was a lot of good learnings our granola launched in 2020. 2021 was really a pilot year for us to kind of test our granola in different markets see what kind of events we wanted to keep doing where farmers markets working you know what was working for us and so that option is still on the table. We want to foster community, but we haven't decided if that's really where we're going to go. That was kind of the dream in the beginning, but as things have kind of taken a change and a turn for the restaurant industry, we're open to seeing if there's a more creative way for us to do that without owning a brick and mortar space.
0: Is there a lot of competition in the oatmeal space? It seems like in the granola space, there is. A
2: saturated market, I would say. And that's where kind of our differentiation of what you mentioned in the beginning of having a granola that's more clustery, that could potentially be considered different than kind of some other granolas that are more fine. Um, But our oatmeal is really an uncharted space, I would say. In Minnesota, there's there was an oatmeal cafe in New York, and there were some other things that we saw in Europe as well. But what we're doing with oatmeal—serving hot and fresh oatmeal bowls with fresh fruit and nut butters on it, kind of like an acai bowl without the smoothie bowl on the bottom—I think is a new and novel idea for Minnesota. And so, I would say we're kind of pioneering that space a little bit. Um, the packaged dry mix. For oatmeal, I would say is also pretty saturated, but the pop-up event with serving the fresh bowls, I think is something that we're kind of um, paving the way in. And it seems like
0: there could be a real savory option too.
2: So many different versatile options for what you can do with it. It's pretty much a blank slate for whatever you want to put on top of it. And so we personally haven't tapped into the savory category. We've mostly mostly focused on sweet with some savory nut butters too, but we are open to exploring that and I've seen people put eggs on top of oatmeal and even poke and some sesame seeds and stuff. Yeah. So you can totally create what you want with it.
0: Your particular oatmeal has a a A bit of salt in it, which I think really is part of what appealed to me. Also, it feels like, is there millet in it too? It felt a little more like seedy too. And then it has big clusters. How do you get those big clusters?
2: Yeah, our granola does have millet. So those are the tiny little yellow seeds in the granola. And it kind of adds a nice crunchy flavor and also a pop of color as well. And we also include him, pink Himalayan sea salt. So you're right, there is a little bit of a sweet salty flavor. And how we get the granola clustery that has been a work in progress for a while. But we make the granola every single week. And we slow cook it in the oven at a low temperature, and then let it cool. And when just the combination of the liquid to dry ratio that we've created. When we lift it off the pan, you can almost get it in a full entire sheet, which is pretty amazing. And so from there, we just kind of cluster it up with our hands um, and leave the clusters really big just because in the packaging process and then in the distribution process, it'll get broken down a little bit. But those are the clusters that we love. We think it's really exciting when you open a bag of anything and there's a huge cluster in there and our customers have given us great feedback. So we try to include as many as possible, but that is definitely something that is unique about our product. I would say is that they're kind of a thick cluster. So you can eat it like a snack or you can crunch it up if you want and put it on your yogurt parfait. I really liked that
0: about it. And I know from talking to other granola manufacturers that sometimes when you go to co-packers, you lose a lot of that texture because it ends up just getting a lot more fine and the clusters are harder to get. So I just, it'll be interesting if you guys end up in a co-packing facility at some point, if you're able to maintain that texture, because I really did like that. I almost felt like it was kind of like a granola bar more than a like dry cereal in some respects. And I liked that it felt like more of a snack to me.
2: Yeah, that is one thing that will be, that'll be interesting as we scale and grow and how we do that well and how many advances beyond Allie and I making the granola in the kitchen on a weekly basis and maintaining the quality that we love about it, which is the clusters and hoping that we can find a good partner, hopefully that will be able to do that as well.
0: Yeah, Um, when you are going to stores, who does the sales, and are you guys in stores yet, or are you mostly still in markets?
1: We're in a combination of the two. So we really started out in a variety of different markets, and that kind of allowed us to see places and spaces where our granola would sell. And we've um, we're in a few different markets. So we're in Mini Row Market in Hopkins and Smith and Trade in Stillwater. Um, and a few local coffee shops. So Seven Corners Coffee, um, the Anchor Coffee, House in White Bear Lake, and um, Minnesota Traders Co. in Pequot Lake. So we tapped into the getting up north with our granola. And so we really have just found an awesome group of partners that are focused on Minnesota goods, supporting local Minnesota businesses and places where we think people who appreciate our granola would be shopping. And would be found and so we're excited to continue growing into more local markets um, and possibly a few co-ops just so people can get their hands on our granola um, wherever they live in Minnesota and so from the sales point um, we've been really grateful to have people be reaching out to us and we've um, definitely connected with people um, after people in our community have just voiced hey we think you'd be a really great fit here and the partnership really lends itself um, pretty naturally, which we've been really grateful for and feel so supported in the Minnesota community um, with so many different small businesses.
0: It's interesting. I think I bought the product at Minnie and Rowe. now that you mention it. Again, I just really, I kind of fell in love with that. I loved the millet. I loved the texture. It. I loved the salt. It was kind of salty and sweet. It felt more like a snack to me than a granola mm. cereal, which I really appreciated. Have you thought about like grocery past co-ops like Kowalski's or Lunds and Byerly's or are you making it at a scale that you could even do that right now?
1: That's definitely on our radar. Um, I think almost to the point of talking about expanding with a co-packer, that would definitely be a necessary um, next step before we'd be able to move into grocers. And so we just want to continue expanding with the local shops, but that is definitely on our radar for um, the future.
0: When you talk about social media, how much of that is moving this product or is it creating the lifestyle for it?
1: I would say a large portion of the social media is just so much word of mouth. So people coming, whether it's to an event that we had for our oatmeal bowls, if it's us catering in their office or popping up at a local coffee shop or some of our local drive-thrus, we've found so much um, growth and people just authentically re-sharing a picture and explaining what they loved or how they enjoyed having mini oats as part of their morning. And we've seen so much growth from that where we'll have an event, we'll pop up somewhere and a week later, we'll have someone asking, hey, will you come cater my daughter's grad party? We're doing brunch. Or, hey, my office would love to have this granola. I want to gift it. Or a realtor that's saying this, I want it to be the closing gift for all of my clients. And so it's been really cool to see people really move the product and, um, just express how much they love it. They do more marketing for us than we could ever do for ourselves.
0: Are there local brands that you guys follow that you're like, Oh, I wish we could just be like them.
1: You know, there are so many awesome companies that do what they do so well. And, um, I think one of the biggest things that we just really love and admire about Different local companies, and I'm trying to think of some that come to mind. But just their authenticity um, with them explaining what kind of the behind the scenes looks like. I think there's so much that people just love seeing peel back behind the curtain, what actually goes on. And um, even our partners at Mini Row Market, they do a phenomenal job of just inviting people into their journey and being a part of the story. And that's something we really value um, about different companies, and something we admire and. Um, want to be able to just have that lifestyle brand and realize Mini Oats is way more than just a packaged product. If we just wanted to be a packaged product, um, we'd kind of blend in with all the other different granolas out there. We really want it to be a community and a space where there's you can really capture the essence of our company through our products.
0: It's funny you mentioned Mini and Row and the way they do their social media because they have their whole family involved in it. It feels very authentic to who they are, and when you go into the market, it feels like that's how you find the market, where they're always friendly and willing to help you, and you kind of recognize faces. I like their social media game too for that. I feel like it really works for them. Um, Maria, is there anybody for you that stands out?
2: Yeah, I can just echo everything that Allie said, and something that we want to grow on is opening, you know, our followers' eyes up to some of the things that go on and. Italianized life and the life of mini oats and who we are and how we make the product. And I think mini road does a wonderful job of that. I also just love crumble cookie social media. I know they're not a small business in Minnesota, but they have a heavy focus on the product as well. I think there's a lifestyle focus and then there's a product focus and getting a look at how they make the product and kind of those slow motion videos of the cookies cracking and Um, the different flavor combinations, I just think are amazing. And so I admire the way that they do social media. And I think with a food business, focusing on what makes your product different and showing that up close and personal, I think really moves the needle as people just want to see um, your product and how yummy it is. Can people order online your product yet? They can. So our granola is available for purchase on our website. Um, We do local pickup at the kitchen that we're at now. And then we also ship across the nation. But that's only for our granola. So our oatmeal, we serve only at private catering events. And then we'll do monthly drive throughs as well as pop-up at coffee shops across the Twin Cities area. And so we keep um, everyone updated on our website and then social media on when those things will be happening. But right now, only the granola can be purchased on our website. Okay, so we can find you at Mini Oats? Yes, MiniOats.com is our website. And then all of our social media handles are at Mini Oats.
0: All right. Well, I loved the product taste and it was really well packaged. And I liked the logo design. And I think you guys are on to something It'll be fun to see where this goes in the next year or two.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for having us.
0: Thanks for being on the program. We'll talk soon. Okay,
2: thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you.